All right. Uh, you definitely just clogged the toilet at this party. <laughs> Do you let the host know and offer to plunge the toilet or try to sneak away from the bathroom without being noticed? Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for joining us once again. This week's show is all about embarrassing moments. So all those moments where you did something, you wish you kind of had that second back, like just waving back at somebody that you thought was waving at you, but was actually waving at somebody behind you. Or maybe your credit card got declined at the front of the line or out on a date. But anyways, you get the point. All of these are going to be about embarrassing scenarios. We're going to ask these comics what they would do in this situation or which one would be more embarrassing, stuff like that. So it was a really fun show live. I would advise you at any time that you can make it to the live show to do so. It's every Friday night at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy at 7 p.m. But The good news is that we record these every week, and then I put them out there online for you as a podcast. So enjoy the show. Welcome to Pick a Side, stupid everybody. This week we are talking about embarrassing moments. Our categories this evening is dating, uh, school, party, work, and wild card. So next up, everybody, please welcome James Sheehan. Meg, your question's going to be about work either way, but do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. Okay. By the way, Meg, I love how you're matching the background here right now. Very intentional. I called ahead. (laughs) Okay. So... Our question here is from Mike Giordano. He asks, would you rather get fired or demoted? (laughs) Fire me. Fire me up, dude. Don't let me, don't let them see me fall. Dude. And I say that as someone who has been demoted, you know? <laughs> and I took that demotion so happily. I was like, damn, take it. I don't want it anymore, you know? Because my boss, you know, instead of her being fired, she also got demoted, you know? And that was embarrassing. So I took my devotion, you know, as I could. But my God, if I had the chance, just get me out of there, dude. Just fucking fire me, you know? This job's been tough. This job's taken a lot out of me. And if it's what... It's going to take a a peg out of me. I say no peg out of Meg 2020. No pegs out of Meg 2020. No pegs out of Meg 2020. I'm not getting demoted. Fire me up. If there's one thing I know about this crowd, pegging, as far as I understand, is in. And I just want to run a list of positions that I've been in in my jobs. Substitute teacher, janitor, stage assistant, bagger, 
I want my boss to demote me because I want them to be put in a quandary where they need to think of a lower position than the one <laughs> I'm currently working in, okay? No pegs out of Meg. No pegs out. Okay, guys, listen. We're not going to be gross about it. We're going to acknowledge that was a very good point. And we're also going to acknowledge that if I were to be fired, rather than be demoted, listen, you could think about, oh, there's no lower to go from here, because guess what? There's always going to be a little bit lower to go. But if you get out of there, imagine how high you could be, you know? Get out. I got fired. I ripped Time. the joint. I want to use this opportunity to talk. I got so... In 2015, I got interviewed for a full-time job, and the person interviewing me, after they told me how much money I was going to make, they said, do you have a second job lined up? That's, <laughs> that's how little I made working 70 hours in two weeks, $364 every two weeks. Oh, man, nothing like working. Time. All right, I'm going to hand the win here to James Sheehan because I think he needs it. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Liz McDonald. Okay, James, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second, Sean. Okay, uh, Liz, you can pick from any category. Um, I will pick school. School, all right. Your question is, okay, these are two real things that happen. What's more embarrassing, what's it, the more embarrassing response to a college professor? When asked for a more adult way to say brown nose, I said kiss ass when the professor was looking for ob obsesquious, something like that. I went... Worse. I made it worse. And the whole uh, class saw. Or when asked what St. Louis's main industry was, Sarah said, Nellie and the St. Lunatics. The correct answer is brewing, by the way. So which one's worse, saying brown, uh, kiss ass instead of brown nose or Saint Nellie and the St. Lunatics instead of brewing? I would say, I think saying Nelly and the St. Lunatics instead of brewing is worse, only because I don't know what that is. Um, and as a Midwestern bitch, like all they really have is grain, so like you kind of have two options, flour or brewing. Also, like as someone who works in academia, fuck professors and their goddamn long ass words. <laughs> I don't fucking care anymore. Like, kiss ass, yeah, that is actually more polite because you're not talking about shit, you know? So, yes. So I'm saying that brown, brown nosing is worse. Is worse? Uh, kiss ass is a worse thing to say than Nelly and the St. Lunatics. Yeah, kiss ass, I mean, I'm a kiss ass. So, I mean, it's, it's worse. It's worse to say than brown nosing because, here's the thing. <laughs> First off, 
the person when when your wife said that Nelly was we're just going to talk about that for a little bit. That professor should have been investigated. Nelly is a national treasure of St. Louis. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to talk about Nelly for a little bit. You guys, uh Doing all right. Time. <laughs> okay, so I'm dumb because I thought Nelly and the St. Lunatics was the name of, like, that's the name of the thing. I didn't know it was two separate things. But, um, so, but again, I think it's okay to say kiss ass to a professor, and here's why. I work for this, like, really fancy Harvard professor. He has a fucking Wikipedia article. Um, <laughs> Uh, with a personal life section. And one time I made a joke uh, and he said to, to me, that's enough levity, and then walked away. Time. <laughs> All right, it's taking two and a half minutes for me to finally come up with this. So saying, saying kiss ass is worse because there, there are just, there are some professors out there who are like not, woke and want nothing to do with the word ass. Like, they won't touch it. They won't eat it. I mean, that's... It's just gross. I told my dad once... It, this has nothing to do with I told my dad we were playing cards with him. I said, pop a squat, and he punched me in the head. Like... <laughs> guys, there's... Time! <laughs> All right. Nice recovery. Uh, but I gotta hand the win to Liz McDonald. All right, now on to the bracket round. Let's get it started. Uh, first up in the bracket, everybody, please welcome Matt MacArthur and Tyler Derniak. Okay, Matt, uh, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second, Chuck. Second, okay. Tyler, you can pick from any category that you'd like. Uh, let's, let's go with wild card. Wild card, all right. Your question is from Nick Martucci. He wants to know, when you accidentally walk into a glass door, what hurts more, your face or your ego? It, it's, it's definitely got to be my ego because, like, it's, it's not because, like, I'm really prideful. It's just because I played a lot of rugby, and my face is all callous. Like, it is just... <laughs> It has just been beaten up so much that it's just—it's all scar tissue that's just folded into. This isn't a beard. This is basically a defense mechanism. I have the equivalent of like a football face mask going on. It's really terrifying. And you know, my my ego—I don't—I don't have a lot of W's. I don't have a lot of good things going for me. If I run into that door, you know, it's just—that's just one more loss. It's just, you know, it's. Like, people say the bigger you are, the harder you fall. But, like, you know, the smaller you are, the easier it is for you to hit rock bottom. Like, that's all I'm going to, you know. My face is going to hurt way worse because you guys know me. Everything I do, I do with fucking conviction, okay? When I walk through a door, I want everybody to know I mean business. If I'm walking through the stop and shop, I'm not there to buy groceries. I'm there to buy the fucking stop and shop, right? That's why I'm there. So when I hit that glass door, there's going to be facial fractures. There's going to be broken glass. My ego is going to be fine because I'm going to go right up to the manager and go, someone broke your fucking door. I want to see the owner because I am buying this goddamn stop and shop as is my God-given right. <laughs> I 
man, I just, I just kind of wish my ego was strong enough for me to have conviction. Like, you know, it's... <laughs> Like, it's just so, it's so, it's so small. Like, I've talked to my therapist a lot, and, uh, you know, she told me to stop bringing my problems to her, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of L's in the life of Derniac, you know. It's, it's not a good time. I've run into a lot of doors. Not even just glass doors all the time. Just, like, time. just, like, solid... <laughs> Tyler, I'm sorry to hear about your ego because I think you should you should have an ego, this guy right here. He's great. You know what I mean? You're leaving your mark on the world, and when you hit that glass door and you leave a grease print of your face, I want you to look and go, Tyler Derniak was here, and he left his goddamn mark, and maybe, you know, it's a little greasy, but everybody has oils in their face. Everybody. No, it doesn't matter how much you wash your face. Don't shame his face. It's beautiful, and I bet I'd have a bigger grease stain. Than that, but that's my ego. All right, the winner of this round is Matt MacArthur. All right, next up, everybody, please welcome Sean Rosa and Pete Moe. Okay, Sean, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Pete, you can pick from dating, school, party, or work. I'm going to go work. Okay. Your question is, uh, would you rather accidentally text your boss, I love you, or have an embarrassing tab open on your computer while sharing your screen in a meeting? Uh, Definitely, I love you. Um... My boss and I are pretty tight, and she knows that I have a significant other, so it's, it's an easy mix-up. The problem is, with the browser thing, it could be so much worse. I mean, I, I'm like, I have unnecessary shame for even things that I'm not guilty of. Like, I come out of the trash room in my apartment, and I feel like someone might see me. Like, I, like I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't, like, dispose of any body parts, but... I, fe- I felt shame for some reason for taking the trash out. And even if I was just Google Mapsing the like, local Dairy Queen, I could feel guilty about that. So definitely I love you. It's all love up here on the dead stage. Which one am I saying is worse? Um, you think saying I love you is worse. Oh, it's much worse. I, my, my, who loves their boss? Who really walks into work like, I love working for the people who run this place. Listen, I would... S- I mean, he, he walk, he, his job is looking in the mirror, so whatever. Uh, but me, it would be... Oh my God, I, if I had to give a presentation and I had like a Pornhub tab that was like, hot brunette unionizes the workplace... Like, I would much rather that. I mean, I think it would be, like, a little more embarrassing if your boss couldn't even plausibly think that you could use the term I love you. That's like, there's no love in this guy's heart. Something is truly wrong that he's saying I love you to anyone. What the hell is going on? I mean... If you don't have a little love for your boss, then you don't have a little love for the paycheck. Am I right? 
What? <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know love was a job requirement. I didn't It was just like that wasn't part of the interview. It was just like, yeah, your qualifications seem good, but how do you how do you feel about me? <laughs> When you look into my eyes, is there like a fluttering feeling that happens in your heart? No? Well, the position's been filled. Thank you for coming back. Time. All right, I gotta hand the one here to Sean Rosa. All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome Joe Polana and Mike Giordano. Hey, fellas. Um, Joe, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I would like to go second, please. Okay. Mike, you can pick from dating, school, or party. Let's go with school. Okay. Your question is, oh, I'm so glad the two of you are getting this question. This is from Liz SD. She asks... Would you rather bleed through your jeans in ninth grade or cry publicly in 11th grade? <laughs> I would rather bleed through my jeans in ninth grade. I want people to know that I'm a woman now <laughs> and that I am, I am so far advanced, way ahead of everyone else, and, and that not only that... <laughs> that... <laughs> that I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to bear children. I'm here for you, world. Come at me. Boy, as someone who understands the female anatomy, uh, I've already been bleeding since what, aged eight? Uh, uh, yeah, I've been. I'm used to that. I got my jeans at Kohl's. You can, yeah, they're nothing. They don't have any. They don't have any menstruation protection for... That's, that's the bargain. You pay for the deal. You get what you get. Uh, but I'm crying publicly because, if anything, I put too many tampons in myself. And so that's much more embarrassing than not enough. Anyone could do that. Uh, but I... That took effort, and that's more a shame... To be. Crying is a show of emotion, and showing emotion is showing weakness. Bleeding through your jeans is strength. That is, that is my, my pure uh, hear me roar moment is bleeding through my jeans and saying, I will cry at home in private where that belongs, but I'm gonna bleed in public. <laughs> to show all of you unkind women that you're not, you're not gonna make me cry. Uh, 
Look, I was raised Catholic. You can... You cannot cry in front of anyone. You have to just bottle it in. Bottle it up. And also, you know, you just can't be a woman in Catholicism. That's just, that, you were, you're, you grew up, you were used to it. <laughs> Boy, but to cry in front of the Pope? No. That's how you really go to hell. <laughs> you all read the catechism. Time. You know I want to congratulate you both on really embracing the question. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I got to hand the win here to Mike Giordano. Yeah, if there ever could be a tie, that would probably be it right there. But we got to pick one. Okay, next up, everyone, please welcome Tyler Tuttle and Alan Richardson. Okay, Tyler, your question's going to be about party either way, but do you want to go first or second? Okay. Uh, so... Alan, your question is from Adeline Pack. She asks, uh, would you rather be stiff and awkward or inebriated and regrettably loose? Uh, last November, I hit four years alcohol-free. And uh, man, do I miss getting too loose. <laughs> man... Do I miss being found in a frat house basement, holding two beers, staring at the wall, dancing to no music? That guy is a legend. The Alan that goes to parties now and stands in the corner like this, drinking the same bottle of seltzer, somehow he's going to die a virgin even though I had sex before. So I'd rather, I'd rather throw up in my jeans and put them back on. I think that's... You know who's stiff and awkward? Bill Gates. Elon Musk. Rich motherfuckers are stiff and awkward. Give me them Benjamins. Too loose, you know? Too loose could mean so many things. So many parts of your body are held together by tightness. <laughs> Suddenly, like, your eyes are falling out because you got loose eye sockets. You're pissing yourself. Your skin suits just bleh. Uh, you know whose skin suit is nice and tight? The stiff and awkward Elon Musk. It's the way to go. First of all, pal, I pissed myself today. All right? And I'm not here for the money, because guess what? The government's going to crumble down. The money is meaningless. We're all going to crash and burn, baby. And I'm not going to remember a goddamn thing about it. You're going to be in your stiff and rigid BMW while I'm loosening it up, washing your windshield, having the time of my fucking life. Because I don't know a goddamn thing that's going on anymore. Someone buy me a drink. Time. 
I will be in my Tesla Cybertruck with mildly bulletproof windows. <laughs> my ivory tower safe from the coming apocalypse with my stiff and rich friends who have tight skin. Keeping it right, keeping it tight. No loose lips sinking ships. I don't fuck with that loose shit. Time. All right. I like the passion out of both of you guys. Uh, but I got to choose one, and our winner is going to be Alan Richardson. <laughs> Next up, everybody, please welcome Shelly Gruenberg and Liz McDonald. Okay. Shelly, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Liz, you can pick from dating, party, or wild card. Um, wild card, please. Okay. Just, you know, a little. Your question is from Nick Martucci. He asks, is it worse to have your phone loudly start ringing during a Broadway show or during a funeral? Um... During a funeral? No, worse? Which one's worse? Is it worse during I a Broadway show a or a Broadway show is worse because I would like to minimize my impact, and that's, like, a lot of people. <laughs> Plus, like, those people worked very hard on their art, and dying, like, we all do that. <laughs> so I don't want to interrupt. Um, but, like, the dead person, like... They can't hear, so <laughs> it's fine. If I'm at a funeral, I'm focusing all my energy into not looking suspicious. <laughs> Shit, I am sitting on my hands, 10 and 2 officer, eyes straight ahead, because I know what I'm capable of. <laughs> and I don't want anyone looking at me. Also, like, Broadway shows, you know what? I'll say it. Everyone who has money to go to a Broadway show deserves to not have fun there. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to see rent about people living in poverty. You can go the fuck outside. <laughs> Asshole, like, congratulations on your tech startup or whatever. <laughs> fuck Broadway shows. I love funerals. <laughs> Wow, I really can't wait for Women Who Kill Season 6, Episode 4, Shelley Grunberg. <laughs> um, I am going to sit in my obstructed view seat at Cats because that's all I could afford. And then my phone will go off. <laughs> but I think the funeral, like, those people, like, if I'm at the funeral, like, someone already knows me, so they probably already think I'm annoying. So, like... People at the Broadway show, they, like, don't know. Time. <laughs> the people at the Broadway show don't know me, but I know them. <laughs> I've been watching them very patiently, which is why I can't fuck this up now by having my phone ring at a funeral. Oh, my God. That would be the worst thing in the world. Uh, 
because um, because funerals are supposed to be really sad, and my ringtone is "Baby Got Back." <laughs> Listen, I'm not tr trying to bring. <laughs> All right, uh, I gotta hand the win here to Shelly Gruenberg. <laughs> Okay, uh, now we're in between rounds here. So we'll read some of the questions that didn't quite make it onto the show. One of these will be the final question for the evening. So make some noise for the one that you would like to hear the most as our final question. So this first one is from Nick Martucci. Uh, worst time to call someone mom? In class or in bed? got some traction. This one's from Alan Richardson. He asks, who shit my pants? <laughs> well, that one doesn't have two sides, so I don't think we can ask it. But Another one from Nick Martucci. He asks, more embarrassing beach-going mishap, losing your bathing suit or drowning? All right, it's a maybe. All right, uh, you definitely just clogged the toilet at this party. Do you let the host know and offer to plunge the toilet or try to sneak away from the bathroom without being noticed? Okay. That one sounds pretty good. Um, and this last one, this one's from Mike Giordano. He asks, what's more embarrassing, getting caught masturbating to your imagination or getting caught watching porn fully dressed with snacks? Okay. That's a good one, too. It's a good one. Next up, everybody, please welcome John Farrell and Mike Giordano. John, would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Mike, you can pick from dating, party, or work. Let's go with dating. Okay. Your question is... Uh, okay. You go to the bathroom and text your friend that your date is going horribly. Then you realize that you accidentally sent the message to your date who is sitting at the table waiting for you. Do you go back and finish the date, or do you just leave and go home? Like I said before, I'm all about showing strength. And I think there's nothing stronger than just coming back and trying to accomplish the rest of the date, <laughs> acting like nothing has ever happened. Um, you know, you know, because that's... It's, it's, I think that's uh, a, a typical but very effective uh, way of picking up women is to, to neg them. And, uh, <laughs> and of what, what better way to neg someone is when you're already halfway through the gate, you know, you're already on a date, just, just you know, go full force, head, head on, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, tell her that this date isn't going well, and then maybe maybe she will make an effort to make this date go better the rest of the way. <laughs> um, because, you know, 
nothing, nothing better than you know hearing instant feedback with how something is going to like change direction, right? So about the other side of that. Time. As a coward, I am just, <laughs> I am just going away. Sending a next text as new phone. Who's this? That is what I have to do. I'm, I'm paying for the bill, doing at least 50% tip, and just walking away. It's, it's what you got to do. What the fuck? It's just like you can't win them back. And also, I'm be like, this is a new phone, but also I'm taking blame for whatever the last person who had this old phone was doing. Just so you know. Hang 10 emoji. That's what I'm, I'm doing. You know, I could also still be cowardly in this move, too, because I can come out, you know, I, I have a background in, in tech support and IT. You know, I can be like, well, what are you talking about? I, I, maybe there's something wrong with your phone. Let me take a look at your phone. And then, you know, I, and, the, and then again, I am showing my viability as a mate because I am so uh, a genius when it comes to iPhones. Um, yeah. Time. I'm not the George Patton of dates. I will not return to this beach. I am not doing it. I can't fucking do it. I am just... USA, I, I guess. We can chant that. The champy, I shall not fucking return. I'm not sorry about this, though. This was on you. This wasn't on me. Fuck. I lost you on that one. This was on me. I was just kidding. Also, new phone still. This is... I have a lot of burners. The, <laughs> time. All right, I got to hand the win here to John Farrell. Next up, everyone, please welcome Rick Harkness and Alan Richardson. Okay, Rick, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first. First, all right, do you want party or work? Uh, party. Party, all right. Your question is, would you rather get too drunk and throw up in front of everyone or too high and have a panic attack in front of everyone? Not even trying to... The second one's not even possible for me. Um, the first one, so... <coughs> yeah, so... Uh, the first one, um, just because it's a lot of drunken issues in my world, so just, like, just the idea of just getting drunk and then just, like... Throwing up in front of everyone. Just like right now, if I throw up in front of all of you guys, you guys see me with the heaving, the tears, and all that shit. Me texting my mom, what the fuck should I do next, and shit like that. So it's, it's highly, highly embarrassing. So it's like, no, I can't. That's like, ugh, that would be horrible. Like, the getting high thing. I don't even know if that's what I'm going to be like. No one likes me? Then I just go to sleep or some shit. Like, that's fine. Like, give a fuck, like... Throwing up, that's a problem. You got to, like, clean shit up. You might throw up on you. Like, then it's going to mean you got issues the next time I see you. Like, I can't make eye contact. It's a fucked up thing. Like, I got to remove people off of Facebook. It's a problem. So, yeah, I don't want that one. So, yeah. Wait, so let me understand this. You, you say it's worse to throw up, and I'm saying it's worse to have a panic attack? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm just a little high right now. Uh, hey, that was a joke. Uh, listen... I've thrown up in front of people. I've thrown up in front of a lot of people. I threw up in front of everybody that was running for mayor of Haverhill one year. Uh, but I'm a fucking cool guy, you know? 
I'm a fucking cool dude. I get drunk, I go to math class, I go to my work at the TV station, I throw up. People have to think I'm okay with that. So if they start to see me panic, they're gonna go, wait a second, maybe he has a drug problem. I can't have that, okay? So I'll throw up in front of all, I'll do it right now, but I'm not gonna, and I'm not gonna freak out about it. So that would, that would, that would suck. Time. If you have, if you get too anxious to have a panic attack, people assume that's because, oh, I just want everyone to like me. That's kind of endearing and shit like that. If you just throw up in front of everyone, that's just like, this dude doesn't give a fuck about his life. So what does his house look like? What does the rest of his health like? Like, does he really talk to his mom? What's his relationships like? Like, what is everything else going on? He threw up in front of everyone. That's not going the rest of his life going good. Like, he probably eats oodle noodle for breakfast. So you don't want that type of person in your life. That's a lot of questions you don't want asked. Like, a panic attack is fine. He's nervous. Time. Big deal. People don't look at me and be like, I wonder what his health is like. <laughs> They just kind of get it, you know? <laughs> like, if I were to throw up all over myself right now, you'd all be like, oh, it's adorable, like a young John Belushi. <laughs> but if I were to start pacing back and forth like this, someone's going to be like, that huge man might have a gun. He kind of... All right, I got to hand the win here to Alan Richardson. I don't want to shake your. What happened to your hand? What's your hand like? Embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I was cleaning dishes and the knife slipped. So. Oh yeah, man. Fucking clumsy. That's all. That's embarrassing. All right, uh, we're down to the final four here. So next up, everyone, please welcome John Farrell and Matt MacArthur. Okay, John. Uh, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Matt, you can pick from dating or work. Let's do work. Okay. Your question is for May Keith. She asks, would you rather accidentally hug a coworker that you mistook for a friend or accidentally leave your PowerPoint presentation on UFO abductions open while training a new employee. Oh, yeah. I'd much rather do the hug because, first of all, PowerPoint presentations take work to do. You have to actually physically work, and I work in an office, and that is not a thing that we do there, okay? I will be Googling UFO abductions all day, but I'm not going to put together a presentation about it because I don't want to share my knowledge with all these people who are, you know, fucking sheeple who aren't even going to believe me. But I will go ahead and hug anybody at any time, and um, I'm going to be forming a line outside after the show. <laughs> and uh, you guys are all welcome. We're all friends. Most of us actually aren't. We're sort of just kind of, we're in this community because, you know, we all want to make it, but none of us are going to fucking make it, but it's networking. <laughs> I'm not very active on social media, so I really make the networking happen through physical touch that makes everyone uncomfortable. But the offer still stands. Also, General Patton didn't say that. Do you know who did? <laughs> General MacArthur, so 
Don't disparage Time. my family name like that. Whatever, dork. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Dude, what the fuck? You told me you weren't going to say that. You lied to me, but you did not lie to these people. And also, if you hug me, it's fucking work, because I hug amazingly. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm way better hugger than you, but oh, man, fuck. I shouldn't have said that. <sighs> not about the hugging, about the war general, MacArthur. Fuck. But yeah, oh man, my, my present point power takes with UFOs. It is impressive, but I'd much rather you didn't see it because now you can't unsee it. I have to show you everything I know about UFOs, which is a lot. I know a ton. I know way more about UFOs than Matt does about hugging, but he knows way more about hugging than I do about general of war history. I will say that, but he's a huge fucking dork. Don't forget that part. Fucking dork. But man, my, my UFO, it's like, what the fuck? You know what? I am going to go to jail for that presentation. Also, they're going to go to jail for that presentation. Time. Guys, if knowing about my heritage makes me a dork, then I'm a fucking dork, all right? If I've been playing bagpipes for 23 years, and I wear a kilt, and I play things at funerals that nobody wants to hear, then I'm a fucking dork, okay? And you know what, John? Why don't we go ahead and, and prove this hugging thing? All right, because I think I'm good. I think I'm real good. I've been told I'm good. And I do the exact right amount of, of motion so as not to make you feel uncomfortable. Sad. He's lying. He's hugged me before. It's not good, guys. He's a fucking <laughs> shitty hugger. He's fucking a liar. Don't believe what this man has to say, but my UFO presentation, please believe it, because they're coming for you, and they mean fucking business. And that business is not good. It is not good business. It is poor business practices. And oh boy, is it terrifying. Oh boy. Thank you. All right. Well, I get to hand the win here in a close one to John Farrell. Double under. It's a good hug. It's a good hug. All right. Next up, everybody, please welcome Shelly Gruenberg and Alan Richardson. Okay. Um, Shelly, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second, Sean. Okay. Alan, your question's about dating. Um, more harmful to the mood of your date. Person comes back to your place and sits on toenails your roommate left on the couch. Or your dog tries to hump their leg. It's way more embarrassing with the toenails. Because uh, I'm getting, I'm running out of roommates to blame it on. But... <laughs> I got, they grow back so quick. But here's the thing, it's like if she comes over and there's toenails on the couch, first of all, you should be walking in first to like hide everything that's wrong last second. That's what you, am I, am I alone? Okay, thank you guys were silent for a moment. I was like, maybe I have a shitty house. But if my dog starts humping her leg, she's gonna be like, oh, and I'm gonna be like, it's cute, right? <laughs> It's like a pretty good idea the dog has. 
Because then it's like, no, because then I'm not pushing it. I'm just like, hey, look what the dog brought up. I got this sweet pull-out couch I sleep on that my roommate has not been on. If I had to walk ahead and fix everything wrong with my apartment, I'd be in there for six years. I'd have to bring a contractor in. <laughs> There'd have to be like sage burned for everything that's happened there. <laughs> I'd have to like, at the very least, make sure the toilet's been like flushed. <laughs> it happens, thanks Lars. <laughs> no, leave this out, Sean is this guy's real name. And I didn't know until I got one of his Amazon packages and I started laughing in the living room and I was like, whose fucking name is this? And then Lars is like, mine? Did you not know my first name? And I didn't because I don't talk to him at all. It was crazy. But, you know, I wouldn't like it if a dog humped my leg. I don't have a dog, so that'd be a red flag right away. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, Time. no. So can we get real for a moment here? Let's say I'm on a date with a lady, which strike one for her. But then somehow I string this along long enough that she gets back to my house. She's definitely already dialed nine and one. And then... If she sees this other life that I apparently care for, she's gonna be like, maybe he's not a monster. She'll still, she'll hit the second one. Time. If there's a dog in my apartment, I'm looking for a hole. All right, I'm feeling along the drywall like I'm a contractor. I've got a headlamp on. I'm not even worried about fucking at that point. I'm trying to find the hole because I pay for air conditioning. I'm nervous about it. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. A lot of good points here, but I got to hand the win to Alan Richardson. Okay. So for our finals tonight, everybody, please welcome Alan Richardson and John Farrell. Okay. Um, so, Alan, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second, please, Sean. Okay. <laughs> so, John, your question is from Mike Giordano. He asks, what's more embarrassing, getting caught masturbating to your imagination or getting caught watching porn fully dressed and with snacks? My imagination is so sexy. Oh boy, it's it's it made my pulse just spike just thinking about it. You do, I'm just in my thoughts, sunglasses on, trousers down, just making self-love. That is what I'm making a lot of self-love and it's it is gross. And then I'm at my desk which there's no poster in front of me. It's just my thoughts just Trying not to think of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's what I'm doing. Snacks, that, that, that's, that's just a fun day if you're a creep. But not me, because I am in my noodle, just thinking about 
crushes I had and poor dates I've been on. Let me tell you, it's been a lot. Fuck. Uh, man, that's just thinking about making sweet, sweet love. That's what I'm doing right now. And it's, it, uh, snacks are gross, too. I, I don't want to... I, I don't believe in them. Don't believe in snacks. Don't believe in watching pornography unless you're not wearing clothes. That's my thoughts, and you just got to do that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Time. Uh, all right. Technically, I'm a millennial, so if I'm going to jerk off and not watch my phone, like... I might be a serial killer. That's not right. But what I definitely am is a cinephile. And uh, you fucking children can't not whack off while you watch a porn. Like, sometimes it's just fun. I watched an ass-fucking movie to the end. And at the end, uh, there was ejaculate. And then there was a brief, like, bongos. Had I not sat there and finished that video, I would never know that someone just put a little bongo at the end of that video. That was seven years ago. That's how awesome that fucking moment was. If I had Cheetos at the time, it'd be the fucking highlight of my life. I would have killed myself the next day because where do I go? Self-love should not have bongos. That is not... That's not what I believe in. That's not what I believe. I believe in silence and being stoic and just toughing it out. Just thinking about just holding hands with someone I once cared about in a long time ago. Che Cheetos are bullshit. That's a bullshit snack. We all know pretzels are the number one snack. But yeah, it's a bullshit. I oh, man. Fuck. I just want to just be in my, my zone and just... Just enjoy myself in silence. Why is that such a bad... Why does it make me a serial killer? That doesn't make me a serial killer. You have to murder someone to be a serial killer. Maybe it's because my imagination is terrifying. And if I were to try to jerk off to it, to some weird memory when I was 19 and a girl would still look at me, first of all, I can't jerk off to a 19-year-old anymore. The memories can age, but you have to. So you go into a private room with a bowl of popcorn, not microwaved, stovetop, you're an adult, and you watch the entire adult film version of Pirates. The crossover hit. Everyone watch Pirates. You can watch the softcore version. They used to have it at Blockbuster. That movie ruled. This is embarrassing. Time. All right, as you all know, there's no way that I could choose the final winner of the night, so I need you all to go into the Pick a Side Stupid Facebook group at this time and vote for either Alan Richardson or John Farrell. Cast your vote now. Looking in the group where you guys voted for your winner tonight, it looks like our winner is Alan Richardson. So thank you all for being here tonight. We'll be back Monday night. We'll be here at 8 p.m. with a comedy show and an open mic at 9 p.m. That's Monday night. And then we'll be back again next Friday night at 7 p.m. with another debate show. So I hope to see you all at each of those. Uh, good night. Thanks.
That was pick a side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Okay, that is our show for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back again next week. We're live at Maggie's Lounge every Friday night at 7 p.m. We also have shows there at 8 p.m. on Monday nights and a comedy open mic at 9 p.m. on Monday nights at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy. You can also catch a free stand-up comedy show in the basement of the poorhouse every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. You can check out our Patreon account if uh, you're not already supporting this show financially. We would love your support. Uh, This is a free podcast, of course, but we do have uh, a tier that's like five bucks a month, and we put out about four of these every month so i'd say that's a dollar 25 a show which is fair i think it is entertaining enough for about a buck a show maybe even more if you're a big fan but thank you to everybody that's already supporting us through the patreon and we welcome anybody new 